0: Okay. Amen. Pray, praise the Lord. Okay, we got one more lap and we're going to be through. Uh so uh I hope everybody's refreshed and uh uh energized. Uh Okay. So where we were last time was trying to follow this line of living and uh hopefully Hopefully, this kind of thing. Now you realize that the living side of the vital groups comes from Brotherly's own experience in Chifu, where he firstly got revived himself, and secondly came in to contact with another brother who was revived, and they became a vital pair. And eventually, the Lord added to them till they became a group of eleven, and eventually, that was the beginning of the church in Chifu. But, you know, this thing, once you have that as a backdrop, you realize when when Brother Lee starts speaking about these kind of things, that's what's in the back of his mind. And, uh, you know, I I remember thinking during the whole God-ordained way period how Brother Lee would repeatedly and repeatedly come back to this matter about how we need to be revived persons. Even, Andrew, you mentioned it in your message You know, during the the recent training, this whole thing you brought it up about I even think you mentioned the same incident, Chief Fu, about Brother Lee going up and this was a big thing in his realization. This is his first experience of going from death into life and realizing the, the difference between death and life. And so he always in the matter of the God ordained way, you know, this was a big accusation against Brother Lee. That brotherly has gone to activity and left life. That is ab, you know, regarding the God ordained way. That is absolutely not the case. He was fully for us carrying out the God ordained way and the way of life. And he repeatedly came back to this matter again and again over the whole, all those years, and used this illustration. Sometimes he said chifu, other times he just mentioned it. But if you knew what he was talking about, it was always referring to this. This incident. Uh, the striking thing about the quotes we read in in the Vital Group era is that he also brought in the matter of this brother that became his companion, and that became the standard model of how a Vital Group begins. Is that that's great, right? I, I hope we're I hope we're all impressed. I, I mean, that's marvelous to see. That is our that 's our that was brother lee 's pattern, and that 's our pattern and we should always come back to this. we need to be people of life in order to carry out anything related to the lord 's service uh, you know like like the quote I read you, you know he said after that seven months, he was enlivened, and the Lord began his ministry through me that 's great he was made living and then he became active and this is our way too. we follow in the same way we become living and then we become active Uh, just for the sake of following up on this line of of living in a corporate sense let's look at page 36 we talked about this this is just one example of a quote there's many like this Uh, Why don't we read that together? Fellowship, interceding, mutual care, and shepherding. Okay? All together. The New Testament... So there you have fellowship, bringing you into the realization, bringing you into prayer for one another, bringing you into mutual care. Very good, it's right there. Through? We may find out that a br- been in an automobile. House. This leads us to pray for him and his family. Then we may consider his financial needs and this should not be in a formal way. It should be a spontaneous issue of the Spirit. I hope that from now on, we can have all our group meetings in such a way. Amen. Uh, you know, during, during this sharing, and also during the vital group sharing, when Brother Lee would talk about this matter of knowing one another, just a quick little sidelight. You know, he never always and I went back and studied this because some saints considered that what you need to do is, is like, open all your deep, dark secrets, or you, you know, again it's kind of like, like uh, corporate psychoanalysis, you know. Uh, you know what, Brotherly? you go back and look all the references where Brother Lee talks about opening to one another. It's always children. Their names, your job, situations like car wrecks, lose your jobs, and also what is your history and current state with the Lord. It's, that was the extent of it. Mainly, it was about human practical things, because, you know, we are humans. We are physical. We live in the physical realm. And uh, many of the things that we have to deal with and the complexities of our... Human life are are in the physical realm. So to know one another in that way, then we can help one. We can pray for one another and help one another. Uh, Okay. I'd like to maybe do a little trailing of Brother Lee's history. And Andrew, you're the expert on this, and I may be. I may get off here, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay but just picking up things hither and yon from different books and you know, hearing different things. You know, Brother Lee, uh, of course, the Lord touched him in 31. He, seven months he was praying on the mountain, and that would have made it March of 32. In March of 32, he met this brother and they began to, to fellowship together. And before long, the church began in his hometown and then I believe it was approaching the end of thirty-two when Brother Lee had some feeling. He was struggling with the Lord about going full time. And and what he had in front of him was the year-end bonus. And uh so he was struggling with the Lord whether to be full time or not. And then right about then is when Brother Nee wrote him that that note from he I believe he was in the Mediterranean and he and he telegraphed him saying uh uh you know, you should go full-time. And so then Brother Lee went full-time. And then I believe in 33 is when he went down to Shanghai. End of 33, he went down to Shanghai to fellowship with Brother Lee about how he came upon writing him that uh, telegram. And, uh, and then at that time, the brothers asked him to stay in in shanghai and so he stayed in shanghai and and i believe it was 38 39 that brother lee Ni began to open up the matter about the body of christ yeah okay 38 and 39 brother Ni began to open up the matter about the body of christ and there was this story brother lee tells about him and brother Ni walking down the stairs and they got to the bottom of the stairs and he said witness the blueprint is in our hand you know, I never understood what that meant. Did, did that mean that the hand was the blueprint? What what did that mean? That what they've seen is the blueprint? <clears throat> okay, so the matter of the body of Christ. See, we need the help, right? Uh, so the matter of the body of Christ is the blueprint. You know, I, I, I took it as this is like a picture of the body of Christ or something. That's the way I, I thought. It's good to be helped, right? Uh, you know, so, uh, and, and then shortly after that, I believe Brother Nee was burdened for the Christian groups. And so at that point, he sent out the brothers, including Brother Lee. Oh, that was before. What period was that? 35. 35. Now, when I thought it was when he was out, sorry. I thought it was when he was out on these visits, like to the China Inland Mission and all that, that he decided he should go back to Chifu because of the invasion of the... Okay, that's when, is that, that's when he went back, 36 and 37. And so he went back to Chifu in that period of time. Okay, uh, then, then in 19, about 1938, 39, something like that, he was actually in Chifu and laboring with the brothers there, right? Okay. So, so that's where we are. And, and it, it seems that his work in Chifu in that period of time was something as an outgrowth of Brother Ni's burden about the body of Christ. So he took those matters of the body of Christ and applied it to the situation. This is very interesting. Uh, you know, because we still have this whole active side. Okay. We've come this far on the living side, but now you get to the active side. Let's look at a quote. And uh, uh, let's turn to page 49. Okay, we ready? Uh, how about let's just read this little lead sheet paragraph at the front? Or, or let me read it to you. The excerpts in this section, composed of pages 50 to 64 of this packet, show the active aspect of the vital group and deal with the matters of fellowship, prayer, and coordination. In the vital group, the excerpts begin with a series of quotes from elders' management of the church describing Brother Lee's experiences of laboring with a group of saints to bring the church in Chifu into revival in the early 1940s. All the excerpts in this section taken as a whole show how Brother Lee's experiences in Chifu work themselves out in his fellowship regarding the active side of the vital group. Okay, let's look at uh, page 50. Now, realizing uh, that this book is called The Elders' Management of the Church, and it, it is directed at the elders, but there are a lot of things in here that are very applicable to our experience in the groups. And, and uh, you know, I, I think if you read them in that kind of context... It's very helpful, but particularly this first page. If we begin at the bottom of the left-hand column, it says, "More, you you with me there?" More than ten years ago. How about we all read together? More than ten years ago, when we were serving the Lord, Northern China, every Monday from eight a.m. until two thirty p.m for six or seven hours, over ten of the elders and the leading brothers and sisters would always come together for fellowship. We fellowshiped about the brothers and sisters, the matters related to the church, the Lord's table meeting the night before, our gospel meeting, the Lord's day. That was not superficial fellowship, but serious fellowship. Sometimes the sisters would mention the names of quite a number of sisters stating their condition they might mention that a certain sister had much progress and much function that she might even have some gifts however she seemed to lack something and there seemed to be the need for someone to come in fill up the lack some Okay, so they would get together every Monday and they would spend like these hours, six hours, seven hours to fellowship case by case, situation by situation, the needs, and they would get into the details. How about this one? What's the need? What's the lack? Uh, you know, okay? Then he says by 1943, and I believe, uh, Andrew, that the revival in Chifu started on... Chinese New Year's, 1943, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Brother Lee uh, speaking. Yeah. Uh, he gave a message on mammon, I believe. Yeah, and, and the revival began. Okay, so that was, in, that was in 1943, the Chinese New Year's conference. By 1943, were r- you with me? By 1943, the church in that place had a great revival. We then felt that it was not enough to fellowship once a week that we must hold meetings every evening and gather for fellowship every afternoon. At those fellowship meetings, we always discuss such things as the direction flow of the Holy Spirit, the manner in which different ones had the spiritual turn, the meeting the night before, the feeling for the meeting that evening, and the persons we must look for was truly living. Up to a certain point, a brother would suggest that we contact a certain brother. Okay, so see, fellowshipping again about persons and about the need and uh, up to a certain... uh, Let's see. And that evening, and, and the persons we must look for and contact, fellowship was true living. Up to a point, a brother would suggest that we contact a certain brother again. Another one might feel that the time was not yet ripe. So in this fellowship of these brothers and sisters, the elders and, and the serving ones, brothers and sisters, they would have this kind of fellowship. Another one might feel that it was not yet ripe. I know one would feel we should contact. Another one would say, well, maybe not. And that we should wait. After such a fellowship, when we went out to visit, we truly saw the Lord's blessings. All these things came from the fellowship. What kind of fellowship? That's this kind of fellowship. That's the fellowship on the active side, which is regarding not about how we're doing you know, and how to know one another, but it's regarding how the ones we're caring for, how they're doing. You know, if you go back to the outline on page four, just hold your finger there and then go back to the outlines on on page four. And on the left-right-hand side, Roman numeral 6, they should have their group members meeting together once a week to fellowship and study every case of their candidate to find out the best way to take care of each candidate and the best helpers or helpers to catch the candidate. This thing is repeated over and over and over again by Brother Lee related to how we carry out our service in the vital group. You know, this active side is also not an individual matter. Just like uh, Neil shared a second ago, this isn't a fishing pole. But this, and we're going to read some of these quotes, they're very touching. You know, we may be in a group, but we do everything on our own. We have our private discernment, we have our private thought, We have our and, and we do things. Rather than... Being in a group and not only being living in the group, but being active in the group and with the group, you know this, this is this point is repeated over and over again. Okay, so let's go back to page. Uh, where are we? Yeah, page fifty. Uh, uh, after such a fellowship, you with me there? We're on the right-hand side on that underlining. you with me there? After such a fellowship you see where I am? Okay, let, let's how about we read together. After such a fellowship, when we went to visit him, we truly saw the Lord's blessing. All these things came from the fellowship. If the elders continually. There is no way for the church in that place to fail to be revived.
1: There is no need to ask for the apostles or the workers of
0: any And I would even say now, what we're talking about is vital groups. There's no need to ask the elders. There's no need to ask the elders because the group is carrying out the work. You know, uh, There is no need to ask the apostles, the workers, to help any longer. As long as the elders would fellowship from morning till evening and from evening till morning for 30 days in a row, the church will surely be revived. Please pardon me for saying what I am saying. I know what I am talking about. Wherever such fellowship is lacking, it will be difficult for the Holy Spirit to do His work. And you know, brothers, this was a model that you saw in Austin over the years. I remember, you know, I had read this elders' man of the church, I think in the 80s, and I'd really gotten into all these points like this one right here and the others that are in here and realizing this is the model. This is how Brother Lee carried out the work. And then all of a sudden, in I think it was the mid-90s, I started hearing about in Austin, and the, you all used to say this thing that your fellowship was the motor was the engine, and out of that engine the work came out that 's exactly the thing here. The blessing comes the lord 's blessing comes out of that kind of fellowship, prayer, and coordination. The Lord has a way to do something you know, this became a pattern uh, you, you know if we can just flip pages from now for now let 's 50, let's go to 51. And, and again, these are things that are directed at the elders, but I, I show you they, they can be applied to the, the matter of the vital groups. And Brother Lee doesn't refer back to 42, but he says the same thing for the vital groups. We wait till we see. You know, in, in, on, in this page 51, he's talking about how in those days they used to consider all the saints and they would categorize them into 12 categories. You know, from from those that are most alive to the least alive. And they would fellowship about how can I make the, the ones that are almost alive, alive. And then they would work down. Then the next ones make them alive. You know, this isn't to classify people to exclude them, you know, because Brother Lee said don't classify people, but this is to consider in a discerning way how to help people, which Brother Lee will read. He absolutely charges and encourages us in the groups to have this kind of fellowship and prayer and coordination to consider how to bring people along. Uh, uh, So anyway, that's, that's page 51. Uh... You know, and and I don't want to read all these quotes, but, uh, you know, he talks about how Brother Lee did this kind of work and how together they did did this kind of work. Okay. Uh, And, okay, you look at page 53. Down at the bottom, before 1940s, the messages we preached in northern China were quite spiritual. But during that period... Not many people were produced because there was no proper management. Okay, I think you have to understand the word management from the context that he just got through talking about. It was management in the sense of fellowship, prayer, coordination, mutual discerning. That was the management. You know, from 40 to 43, although there was not much preaching, we produced the people. We spent three quarters of our time on management. So... Again, this is this is a very applicable quote. Uh, page 154, you know, again, he talks about from 1940 to 1945. I was in the administration of Chifu. I often had my coat pocket full of papers, contained all kinds of lists. You know, th- this is the way he worked with these brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, and basically, uh, you, you just... You can read these quotes later, but that's basically the, uh, you know, what, what's here. Look at page 56. Look at page 56. Page 56 is targets. Uh, when the brothers and sisters are raised up to preach the Gospel and they have the zeal, the power, the truth, and the guidance... They still need the elders' help in finding people to preach to and the targets of the gospels. The elders have to point out that with some, the target should be their family. With others, the target should be their schools. The elders should teach people and uh, teach brothers and sisters to look for gospel targets among the people. They must help the brothers and sisters to consider everyone they know and who within their sphere the targets, the objects of their. If you are a teacher, your school, your colleagues, Students are the gospel of the targets. If you have a factory, the workers. Blah blah blah. So, what is? I, I would say, in light of even Brotherly's fellowship in the U.S., close to the end of his ministry, what's the top target? Huh? Campuses. He said, if you're going to be full time, first U.S. campuses. Two, Russia. Three zero. So this is a good target, and uh, you know, like like Neil just mentioned, Cyprus has this campus. It's a good campus. You know, we have we have one campus. It's a it's a junior college, and there's probably about four thousand people there during the day. We have another one that's fifteen hundred people, and fifteen hundred people. That's Devry, uh, and, and I don't even think it's 1,500, I think it's more like a thousand, and. You know the brothers in in Austin, they came up with this thing about moving people into the camp, into their dorm, and so they have all these T-shirts and and dollies and whole teams of dollies and T-shirts and all this, you know, all these people in uh, what it says Christians on campus and a verse on the back and to help people move in. They got cookies. Okay, so we were going to do this for Devry, and uh, because they had this little thing where they, they moved, they like, kind of like a dormitory thing, and, uh, and we had very wonderful access. One of our brothers, one of the full-timers, they, they absolutely adore him. He is a graduate from DeVry. They absolutely adore him at DeVry, and whatever he wants to do, they're all on board, you know, whatever he wants to do. So he arranged that we would move in these people. Uh, that we're moving in, and so we all had T-shirts, dollies. We had cell phones because we had to coordinate this and that. We had saints. You know how many people we moved in? <laughs> t-shirts, the whole deal. We moved one person in. You know what happened out of that one person? Three people were gained, and these guys were unbelievers. Him and his two roommates. So, you know. It, it, it can happen. You know, so don't, don't be afraid of little campuses. That that little campus, DeVry, has really produced over the year. It, it, it has really produced. Uh, okay, uh, targets. And then page 57, just a little more. This is prayer regarding the targets. Okay, I deeply feel that our prayer meetings have become too general under our leadership. The reason for this is that we do not have specific goals sometimes we do not need to pray for so many things all we need to do is to pray specifically for the targets of the gospel here are the schools the factories the prisons we have brothers and sisters working there uh we have to pray specifically for the gospel targets if you do this you will find that the prayer meeting will come alive and that the prayers will be waiting (laughs) so anyway i just wanted to throw those things in Uh, Okay, let's look at page 58. Now this is the urgent need of the vital groups. And let's start down there at the bottom. After the formation, you with me? After the formation of the group is completed, the members should not go out immediately This was our practice in the past, but it did not work out well. All the members of the group need to work together as one person. For this they need to come together to pray. Lord, you lead us. You show us to whom we should go to knock on their door. If you will pray, the Lord will lead you first to study the acquaintances of each group member including their relatives, neighbors, friends, classmates, and colleagues. Make a list of them and study things such as their temperament, their character, and their family situation. By doing this, you will surely gain a clear view of those to whom you should go. Then you can contact them. Since they are your acquaintances, it may seem that it is easy to contact them However, you need to find a way to contact them properly. Before you go to visit the first you may need to study his situation for a considerable... Okay, what does this sound like? This sounds just like what they did on Monday. You know, they, they fellowship, they considered the cases. He's charging all the ones in the group, the brothers and the sisters, to consider together. Now... You know, we had this this diagram. Uh, you know, here you, you've got a group, and and it you can have, you know, and in that group there there will be a core of saints. This thing is not a fence. It's not it's not a wall with without doors. This is just who happens to be in there at that point, you know. Then also, we talked about there's another group that maybe are little more there. that Maybe they're newer ones that have been around for a while or saints that are not quite all the way involved. And then you've got another circle. This is just common. I mean, we we under surely know this from our own experience of people we're caring for, either dormant saints or unbelievers or new believers or seeking Christians. You know, there are... That's in that circle. Now, you have to consider, you know, this kind of fellowship would be had probably with those that are here. Fellowship, prayer, and coordinates, because you're going to be talking about these guys. You know, so, I mean, it's just logical that it wouldn't include them. This should not be a closed society. Again, remember perfecting happens in the group. Perfecting happens in the group. And it happens by all of us being there uh, into the things. We're into the fellowship, we're into the prayer, we're in the coordination. Just like we're perfected in life on the living side, we're also perfected in function on the active side, by what, by the same thing, by being involved in that kind of fellowship and, and I, I can tell you this little deVry group there's a, there was a group there 's a group that kind of hovers over deVry and uh, over the years, they have been very uh, it 's been quite good what 's happened actually, that story I gave you this afternoon about the young brother who got a call from the from the sister, and then she called him back and he said, what kind of place is this? He was from DeVry. Actually, he got caught from DeVry. And uh, their practice was there was no fences and no boundaries. So they would just, if you were new, you just got brought right in to the prayer, to the fellowship and the coordination. Even you were brand new you were involved in coordinating how the group should do things, what the group should do. And brothers, they would do things. And these these, aren't, these are not the brave, the strong, and the few. These are just, you know I'll use Brother Lee's term, the common saints. These are just us guys. This is you and me. This is just the common saints. And they would fellowship, and, and, and like this new one came, and he got brought in, And eventually, he was burdened for his parents, so they would all take a trip from Dallas down to South Texas to visit. And they would take a gospel trip together. Sometimes they would go, some of them would want to go camping. I don't know if you can imagine, these old saints. I don't think they wanted to go camping. I don't think, they're not camping folks, I can assure you. They're not the great outdoors type. But these new ones wanted to go camping so they would go camping you know that is not a vital group meeting that is a vital group camping and the other thing was a vital group traveling and then they would they would go shopping together. vital group shopping you know like they had to go to the grocery store so they i mean it was a delightful situation and these new ones got brought right into the middle of that mix and they got perfected it was a great it was a great thing uh so, you know, this, this thing should not be a closed society. Our burden should be, Lord, why not every member be in this thing? Uh, and, and I think I told you this other story. There was, this, there was another group that, that were a little more gifted, and I would talk to them, you need to bring the new ones in to the middle of things, but they would always say, "Brother, they're new. How can we bring them? How can they pray with us? How can they fellowship with us? They're new." Well, they stayed new, and they and they stayed weak, and they stayed functionless. It is by the traveling with Jesus, with the twelve disciples, that people get perfected. It's that day to day, house to house situation where you're involved and, he, uh, and this, is what, this is what Brother Lee's after, where you're involved with one another in, in life. You love one another. You miss one another. You call one another. You care for one another. Plus, you're burdened together for new ones. These ones picked the up a burden. I saw in that other group, I saw these young brothers and sisters, they started picking up a burden for people, just like Neil shared about the ones in, in Austin, they just picked up a burden. They began to pray. This young brother uh, that I was driving in the car with and the, he got a call from the sister, he used to call the saints together to fast and pray. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? he said, say, I am so burdened for DeVry. We need to fast and pray. So he'd get these ones together, fast and pray. Was he being perfected? Yes. He was entering into something intrinsic, that is living and also active. It's very good. Okay. Uh, okay. Let, let's keep reading. Uh, okay. Let's go to page fifty-nine. Okay. Okay. Let's start with merchants. Okay. You with me? Merchants If you would labor according to my word, you will. And what is his word? His result word is what? It's together. You, you know, it's it's uh, it's what was on the previous pages. It's fellowshipping. It's coordinating. It's seeing who to care for. Okay. Okay. If you would labor according to my word, you will see the result. Let's keep reading. When you go out to knock on doors, a good number of doors be open to you. You will not go to doors in vain. Before going, you must study the situation very much. You must consider the ones you're going to go to, just like they did in Chief Food. And, you know, Steve... What's your name, brother? Don. Don. Steve may, and Don and some sisters may be fellowshipping, and Steve says, I feel it's time to go. And one of the sisters said, "Well, you know, I, I really don't think it's the time to go, and this is the reason why." And then a little later, maybe a week or two later, th- there's a different feeling. You know, we we do this in the teams every day, and we have this kind of fellowship, and it's very good. And you know, th- there's uh, there there's our, our, the team in Irving is mainly older saints. Uh, uh, and we have uh, one young sister in her 20s and, uh, and a couple that's close to 30 and uh, the rest of us are 50 plus, you know. And, and uh, you know, elders and we got two elders and, that are in this mix. And sometimes that little 20-year-old sister, she makes the most sense. So we just follow her. You know, she brings out a point, well, you know, I think, da-da-da-da-da, and okay, yeah. that You know what I'm saying? It, it's in the fellowship and in the coordination, there's a way, but you have to learn how to fellowship. And we'll get to that. Very good quotes in here on that. Uh, okay. Uh, before going, you must study the situation very much. Is that where we were? You need to, let's all together, you need to consider what to say the first time you contact someone and what to speak the second time. It is not adequate to merely take with you a copy of the mystery of human life and speak the same thing to everyone. So, in other words, just like in Qi Fu, they need to what? They need to consider even what to cover, who to cover, and what to cover. Okay, let's keep reading. You should not pray. You should not pray and study by yourself, but you should study with your group as a unit. After studying together, you should go to contact people. If you take this way, it will be easy to gain the increase. The increase is assured. That's a guarantee by Brother Lee. If you take this way, the increase is assured. That's what he said, right? And I, and I believe it's fully based on his experience in, in Chifu. You know, in those, that, those pages we read, he said that was the Lord's blessing. They saw the Lord's blessing. Same here. Same thing. You see the Lord's blessing. Okay, page 60. I, I just want to impress you how often Bradley says this kind of stuff. Okay, all together, before going out, we must have some preparation. First, we must prepare some candidates for us to go visit. We need to consider all of our relatives, neighbors, colleagues, friends. Out of these ones whom we know, we need to choose some to labor on for the Gospel. Of course, we have to do this by prayer. We should pray. Lord, who are the best two or three right now for me to work on? I shared in previous message that we all should take a list of people. When we read this list prayerfully, we will have some kind of of the two or three whom we should labor on now. We have to consider and labor on them appropriately. We need to consider all of our acquaintances, and we need to, in order, of who we labor on. you know, just like Brother Lee and Chifu, they made these categories. You know, they had this fellowship. They considered. They had some discernment who we should labor on. We should spend our time. Okay. We should spend our time to labor on those whom we consider to be promising and not waste our time on others who are not open. In our group meeting, we should pray and study our candidates for the gospel together. We need to consider people's condition, especially consider their condition spiritually and act appropriately we need to decide how we should visit a certain person and who would be the right ones to go chifu 42 you know that's same same thing okay page 61 ready In our vital group meetings, we need to spend some time to study our gospel candidates. After we go to contact a person, the following week, we should give a report in our group meeting of our experience. Then we should look to the Lord and fellowship about how to take the next step. Isn't that good? You go, fellowship, the feeling in the body, and the feeling in the body is that you know, you know, Bill and Ann should go, this is a couple, and they should go do so-and-so and so-and-so, and they come back and say, well, wasn't quite that good. We tried that, and here's what happened, and da-da-da-da-da-da. And then, and then uh, Malcolm may say, well, you know, I wonder if we really need so-and-so. And, and Ruth says, well, you know, I've had some personal contact with that one, and da 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 And all of a sudden we realize Ruth's the one. You know, something. We're here laboring together. Is it a struggle to bring forth a child, sisters? It's a struggle. You know, this is a labor of love. This is a labor of love, what we're into. And we do this thing corporately. Isn't this great? I think this is marvelous. This is great. It's awesome. Okay, Ruth, are you a gospel preaching, fruit bearing sister? Probably by yourself, you're not that good with a fishing pole. But I would say, sister, you can be fully involved in this kind of situation. Let let me tell you, when I first got back to Irving from Anaheim, we had, Brother Lee had given some fellowship in 91 that kind of was some seeds regarding the vital group. And actually, he talked about Fu. Let me just, real quick. Uh, let me make sure I don't forget my point here. OK, uh, I want to OK, so we were, we were having prayer meetings in, in Anaheim, and one time, I think it was before a prayer meeting. I don't know, Andrew, if you would remember this, but, but Brother Lee started talking about how he wanted to take the prayer meeting of the church in Anaheim and convert it into a Chifu-style coordination. And and I had read Elders Man's With the Church by the time, so I, I, I was right with him. I knew where, where he was coming from. And so in the prayer meeting he would in the prayer meeting he would start asking saints, Well, who are you burdened for? And and might ask Yam Malcolm and Malcolm would say so and so and and you know, Brother Lee would make note of that and, and then they would talk a little bit about what to do and then you would pray. And then during the week, I heard later, we were downstairs in the full-time training uh, you know, with this matter of the God-ordained way, and, and we heard that Brother Lee would call those saints during the week. How would you feel getting a phone call from Brother Lee? Malcolm, this is Brother Lee. Uh, did you go visit George this week like we talked about? How would you feel? Oh, Lord Jesus. And, and then I, one, time, one time Brother Lee was in the meeting, Lord's Day morning, I think it was Lord's Day morning, and he was walking out and he spied one of the saints that had said something Wednesday night and he walked over to him and... Oh, Lord Jesus, you know. <laughs> he was talking to him. Well, what have you done? What, You know, but he was burdened that there could be that kind of fellowship and coordination. That, that didn't last real long uh, in the church in Anaheim, but it was a real pattern to me personally. And so that next semester, which was the fall of 1991, we were serving in Santa Ana, and we had a little group of of full-timers and me, uh, is Chewy here, Chewy Garcia. Huh? Oh, yeah. Anyway, Chewy was one of the full-timers there. And brothers and sisters, we 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 uh, had two weeks before school started, so we took this way to pray and pray and pray and fellowship. And, and let me just briefly just say, the Lord blessed our prayer. And we had such a sweet time together. All that praying, even we would kneel down on the floor all together, and, and R- Roxanna was there. You know her? Oh, brother, we had such a dear time. Oh, it was awesome. We got blended And and then we endeavored to be blended with the elders of the church in Santa Ana. It was such a good situation, and you know I'm I'm not that I told you I'm not that much on the gospel, but you have all these brothers and sisters praying for you with you, and so we went to the campus, and I believe it was the first person I went to. My, My 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 sails were full of wind. I had the divine air of all that prayer and all these things. It wasn't me in a fishing pole. It might have looked like I was there alone, but I was not there alone. And there was a kid sitting there eating at a table in the cafeteria, and I got some food, and I went over and sat here. He was there, and I just started talking to him, and he came right in the church. I mean, just... And then his cousin, right in the church. And another one, right in the church. And, and so we had this little saying, pray more, sweat less. Anyway, that was a very good experience for us. Then we went to I went back to Irving after that, and in light of that fellowship, and Bradley had not yet even gotten into this manner of the vital groups yet, but there was this kind of fellowship there. So I started looking for a couple or somebody that I could get into this kind of situation with, and there was this couple. She had three kids, and he, little kids, and, sh- and he had a, a job that was very occupying and he had diabetes. and uh, But we began to fellowship. They had a same spirit. We began to fellowship. We began to pray. And at that time, there weren't that many new young people in the church in Irving. And uh, we labored together and uh, we started going to the medical school and we started Fellowshipping, and my point now i'm back to my point ruth and malcolm that couple never set foot one time on that campus and we were there a long time and gained people off that campus but that sister was absolutely new everything about all the new ones all the names the situations and and we we got to we would And it was interesting. We never had a group meeting per se. We never had a Friday night meeting where you come together, sing, and and we for two years we never had a group meeting. But we would eat in houses. We'd have new ones over. We got together at like six thirty in the morning on Tuesday, and we would pray. And then we got together on Saturday. Don't pass out, okay? We got together on Saturday, and we'd meet like from nine to noon. And all of a sudden other saints started joining and new ones started being added and they never one time set foot on the campus. But they were absolutely, integrally involved with the new ones and they knew the whole situation. Okay, let me ask you again, Ruth. In that kind of situation, could you be a fruit-bearing person? And Do you hear that? Before she said, I don't know. Now she said, absolutely. I I believe it. I believe it. And you know things would happen with the new ones. Like one time one of the our new ones or we had really high hopes for and he decided to go to Las Vegas for the weekend. Oh Lord Jesus. So anyway, the phones were on fire, you know. We were calling, praying, oh Lord, uh, you know. Anyway, made it through fine and made it to the full-time training. And got married and has kids and doing fine. And, and it came out of that kind of fellowship and coordination. We were hovering hens over those new ones. And I, I did not, and to this day, that is a very sweet experience. I never considered that to be labor. And I don't think those saints ever considered it to be labor. It was just the church life. It was just glorious. It was just marvelous. It's a marvelous thing. Okay, does anybody remember where we were? Uh, Okay, we're on page 61. Okay, we must... Is that it? Okay, let's read. We must... You know, uh, I was with Neil on at Austin, <laughs> and I would talk to Neil. I'd say, Neil, how about this one? And Neil said, and there was a brother that was, you know, uh, had all kinds of Christianity complications. And Neil looked at me and said, Brother, I'm a Jew, and I don't waste my time. I only do things that are profitable. That was a great help to me. You know, I want to be a Jew too. I want to be that kind of Jew. You know, and it was it was not he wasn't smiling when he said it. he said, "Brother, I'm a Jew." And I don't waste my time. Okay, right here. I'm not talking about God loving the world. I am talking about how to hook people with the limited amount of time we have available. Okay, 61. I hope that we will get ourselves prepared come to the following group meeting we need to come prepared with the gospel candidates whom we feel we should labor on then we can consider how to go to them and believe our we labor, in the gospel. We labor we must be consistent okay good Working as a group. Okay, page 62. Uh, How about we just read the underlined portion uh, and start with the beginning of the sentence. Once a vital group is formed, the group members should meet together once a week to fellowship about the study every case of their candidate and the the best helper. Okay, let's read the last little paragraph on on that highlighted area. In Luke 19, the Lord likened our church service to a kind of business. He charged us in verse 13 to do business until He comes. We need to do business in and with the Lord by studying how we can gain people. Thank the Lord we can bear the burden with the Lord in the vital groups to, to gain the increase for the Lord's recovery. Bear the burden with the Lord in the vital groups. Isn't that good? To gain the increase for the Lord's recovery. Uh, the next page, uh, page 63, is more talk about uh, uh, discernment on the left-hand side uh, you know, uh, not to waste our time. Uh, how, about, how about the on the right-hand side? Let's read that little paragraph. Every week, our team should come together to fellowship concerning all these new ones. By this, you can know their situation and consider which of them may not be that promising and which of them may need some urgent care based upon your fellowship you it can decide member okay. okay uh you know th- this this is what the this is what the teams in Austin do this is the way we carry out the work and the apprenticeship teams that come we carry out the work in this way you know, this though what we're talking about now is related to the vital groups. And now in Austin, and again brothers and sisters, in its kind of a spontaneous way, this thing has started to happen in Austin where there's this kind of fellowship among the saints in the group. And so that you have like Neil mentioned or Tim mentioned earlier, you'll have a a, a home meeting with some local saints in it. The Full-timers have gotten attached to those homes. Some students have gotten attached. And now they're beginning this kind of coordination. You know, they, they have this for sure, but now this side is beginning to happen. You know, you may look at this board and listen to this fellowship this weekend and think, where am I in all this? Okay, like we said at the beginning, please take this fellowship, in the way of principle, and in the way of guideline. Take it as a pattern. You know, uh, it may be a long time. Brothers, how long for you all? Years. It may be a long time before you get from here to there. But one thing please do, keep the view, keep the vision, keep the pattern. You know, brothers and sisters, vision is the replacement for things not seen yet. You know, you may not see this kind of living um, around you in the church yet, but keep this vision because vision will guide you and hold you until the time that that thing works out. You know, you keep all these principles about, about the purpose, the nature, and the condition. If you're clear about these three things, when you walk into a group meeting now, you should have some realization. Where are we in this group meeting related to purpose? Where are we related to nature? Where are we related to condition? I, I tell you, these are the three characteristics of a vital group. And, and if you realize we're short in this area, we're short in that area, this leg is short, that leg is short, this leg is too long, then you can begin to look to the Lord, to pray, and to fellowship accordingly to grow the situation. I really appreciate Tim's fellowship earlier. He said when, they, when, you know, of course, this thing was happening among them, and then they began to realize these things out of the, out of the Word and out of the ministry. And Tim's word is, our hope is what? Over the next five or ten years, to start turning the vine that way that's a good view you know if you go out tomorrow and try to do something uh you you know you may hurt a situation but keep this thing before you it may be it may not be tomorrow but it could be next week who knows i don't know what your situations are i don't know what your individual situations are but we need to look to the lord lord work this out among us tom you need to pray lord the, peop- the ones I'm involved with, work this out among us. Give us a situation of living and active. Make us really vital. Do this among us. And, uh, you know, and the Lord will work this out. And when this kind of thing happens, when you're in this kind of way, don't you think you'll be a great asset to the full-timers that are serving on the campus? And when they bring new ones to you, you all are like a humming machine. You know, you're 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 one. You're blended. You pray. You coordinate, and you'll be a great asset. You know, Neil said yesterday, if a full timer gets out of a job, he's what? He's successful. Okay, they're looking to get jobless, but we need to take all these things in the way of principle. You know, I. I uh, I wonder if uh, Alan, could we could we watch that tape or we why don't you start playing it as soon as you can okay, okay this is four minutes, very uh, important watch I, this. I have
2: to at least testify this much that uh, I was very, very privileged personally to listen to Brother Lee back in the 60s speak about his experience in uh, his hometown church in Chifu, where they had a campus work. And it wasn't a a regular college. It was a medical and nursing school. And so there were training doctors and nurses and so forth. And I listened to that. Uh, I was actually, I was captured by that. And later, I think some of that's been printed in some booklets and things and so forth. Uh, But when he shared how they went and met on a daily basis, prayed and fellowshiped, and would even get down to details about taking care of people like... uh, so-and-so, you're in contact with so-and-so, uh, is, is, how's it going? And they would say, it, it's, it's going, but we're not ready yet. Yeah, I mean, that kind of, th- that level of fellowship that just wasn't uh, happening, you know. And uh, that really impressed me. And, he would, and then they would fellowship some more and some more time and say, brother. And then, then, then this same brother uh, at a later time would say, brother Lee, I think today is the day that we need to preach the gospel and they would figure out who would contact. I mean, it was really a fellowship and a, they, they, were, they were working like a team, you know. And that, and that was, uh, that was a, a vision to me. I, I, to this day, I don't know if anybody else that was there in that little fellowship, I don't know if it meant anything, if they even remember it, if they know. Uh, I, I have no idea. To me, it just revolutionized uh, my, my inner being and And uh, I saw that, and it was it was a great thing because i saw I saw the body i saw I saw uh so many things working together, and of course, uh, we all know that chifu was a very uh, prevailing church uh, at one time <clears throat> now uh i would i would say I would say based on that uh we were able to continue because we, we started practicing along those lines, okay? I, I don't even begin to say that we were, we were uh, doing things just so perfectly, but at least, at least we weren't failing. And, and we have caught uh, from one school, I mean, hundreds of people, saints in the recovery. And uh, at that time, Austin was still quite small. Uh, the tech boom had not hit yet. And so he kind of graduated and maybe left. Still, we didn't care. It was, it, the vitality of the church was so good. Uh, and I often ask myself, why why, is, why are things so alive around here? I don't know. I, things just are, are happening. You know? Amazing,
0: huh? Is that amazing? <laughs> you know, he said in the 1960s he heard this word from Brother Lee and it became the vision to him. And, and I, he, I've heard he said things like this in the past that he didn't know if anybody else heard that, but he felt like it was a word directly from the Lord to him. And I would say, brothers, you you you've witnessed when he was in Austin from the beginning, this is the way he endeavored. To perfect you brothers and to carry out things in the fellowship, prayer, and coordination. So that Brother Lee's experience in 1942 with the fellowship, prayer, and coordination became the pattern for the church in Austin. Isn't that amazing? Uh, You know, so you realize what. that, that their service the engine was a result a direct result of Brother Lee's fellowship you remember what he said he said we took that and we applied it and what we saw the blessing basically you know just like Brother Lee said you do this you take this way and you'll see the blessing I don't know how you feel but you know this is quite something you know here, so, so you've got this 32 living, you've got this 42 active. You had mountain for individual life, FPC for corporate life. You didn't have mountain here, now you've got Monday. <laughs> and on Monday, they fellowship, prayed, and coordinated. This is not... This fellowship in prayer. This is a different fellowship in prayer. And coordination. Yeah. And now, you know, it's nature and condition. And what is this? This is purpose. Right? So, even you realize, you know, Bradley said that was his first great success with a church was Chifu. So, uh, you know, you consider... So the backdrop of the vital group living and active is actually these templates of 32 and 42. I mean, I I hope you're somewhat convinced that the speaking and elders' management of the church, although he never says in the vital group books this was what we did in Chifu, I think you can... Right? Connect the dots. I, I think you can connect the dots. Uh, this was the pattern for him for, the, for carrying out the work. Uh, this was a great help to me. This was a very great help. Don got the help. You know, the whole, you know, you understand me correctly, but the whole recovery is being helped by the church in Austin related to bearing fruit. Not to do a campus work, Right? brothers we, right you've preached and I've been under your preaching we this is not to do a campus work this is to have a normal church life of fruit bearing where we happen to have a good fishing hole and a target which is a campus okay okay we're all being helped by Austin Austin was helped by brother Lee's experience in Chifu on the active side. But, <clears throat> but it wasn't until Brother Lee got into the vital groups that he linked these two sides, living and active. And you know, I don't know if we're going to have time, but you know, Tim gave a wonderful testimony how they felt they were very good on the active side. Did you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. But they were very good on the active side, but they felt they really were short on the living side. And and now they're really endeavoring to this side. But I would say, when I was in those those family outings, oh my goodness! Again, brothers and sisters, what those saints shared. Not, and again, not all the groups are into this, but some of the groups, you know, it's, it, you know, I told the brothers, it's like the vital groups have certain characteristics, and it looks like a zebra, you know, it's got black and white stripes. And when you see it, you go zebra. And, and I was there in those family outings, and I heard these things. I said, zebra, 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 zebra. That is a vital group. And maybe the saints don't know. They don't know what to call it. You know what's important than know, more important than knowing what to call it? Is living it. I, I tell you, I, I was so... Encouraged, You know, after Brother Lee gave, and I can just give this testimony, after Brother Lee gave the vital group sharing, uh, we got into it thoroughly in Irving, and we had trainings, and we worked with saints, and we worked, and, and, and I would say because we didn't have, eventually realized, because we didn't have full-timers, which are very helpful for vital groups for to carry this thing out, and because we weren't we sent all our full-timers out elsewhere and because we we weren't focusing on a campus it was really rocky with these vital groups but the vital groups that got involved with the campus they had they had a way they had more of a way but even still it wasn't that you know you go you look at them you go mm, zebra you know you don't go look at them and go zebra you know what i'm saying some of the characteristics, but not all that was there. And and when when I got to Austin and I saw those saints after Wednesday night and after Lord's Day evening gathering together to pray, fellowship and coordinate. And then going to the family outing and hearing how they care for one another, how they love one another. I said, Man, we are pay dirt. This thing is pay dirt. And uh, that's why we had such good fellowship, you know, while we were there about about this matter. Anyway, uh, you, you know, one more thing. Let me just, uh, you know, real quick. You know, another thing, brotherly put in these was he put Sardis and. Laodicea, I think that's right. (laughs) Sardis and Laodicea. You know, Sardis, he said, that's on the living side, and he said what? He said, you have a name that you're living, but you're dead. Regarding Laodiceus, he said you're lukewarm. Now, typically, if you would think of lukewarm, I, I would think of lukewarm related to living and dead. That's what I would think about. But Brother Lee's analysis is Laodicea's lukewarmness is related to their not being active so they're lukewarm regarding their their service to the lord and 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 then also he talked about philadelphia <clears throat> you know it's interesting there's four churches that will continue till the lord comes back there's thyatira the Catholic Church, Bob. What's the likelihood of you ever being in Thyatira? I think it's I think it's a long shot, real. You know, I think it's a long shot. <laughs> okay. Now, what's the possibility of Bob being having a name that's living and not dead? Well, knowing you, I would say not much. But, but anyway, but brother, this is a this is a this is a, a possible trap for us. What's the possibility of us being inactive? You know, so these three things, these three churches are the three we have to consider. Lord, where am I and where will I be? Will I be in Sardis? Will I be in Laodicea? Will I be in both at the same time? Or will I be in Philadelphia? And I really appreciate Philadelphia is the church of brotherly love. You know, love comes out of the divine life. It's the church of brotherly love which comes out of the divine life. And to them he said, I have set before you an open door. That is related to their work and their service. I have opened to you a, set before you an open door. Again, you don't. If you have the the church of brotherly love, if you have Philadelphia, you sweat less and enjoy more. The Lord just works things out. He opens to you an open door. Just like Brother Lee said about Chifu in 42, the blessing is there. Just like he said, I assure you the increase. Isn't that good? So you can be in Philadelphia. And you know, brothers, this is the only church that he said, hold what you got. You have a little strength. You've not denied my name. You love one another. And... I've opened to you the door. Hold what you got. That's the only one he said, hold what you got. I believe that's the church of the vital groups. You know, this is the Zion. You know, Brother Lee said, remember what we read in Practical Points on Blending, the Zion is the place of the overcomers. We, We don't have the time to read the rest of those quotes. Please read the quotes in this packet from Practical Points on Blending. You'll be amazed. He talks about them, us being perfected God men, and eventually that these overcomers turn the age. It's, it's really good. These are the ones that he's promised to. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, Brother Lee gave message seven of the uh, of the of the vital groups book. Remember, I told you in August '92 he gave message seven. Do you know where he we went the next weekend, Bob? He went to Seattle. And do you know what book he gave? The Overcomers. (laughs) September, Labor Day, he gave the book on the Overcomers. And this, he mingled with the vital groups, the Overcomers, because this is the place of the vital groups. How? Well, I don't know, but we we ought to get ourselves in the same place Brother Lee was about these matters. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, how who is an overcomer? Let me just say one more thing: who's an overcomer? You know, let me tell you in in Matthew twenty four to twenty five. The, the disciples ask the Lord, when will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming? What will be the sign of the coming of the age? Coming to the end? And so He spends those two chapters to talk about the Jews, the church, and the Gentiles. And with the, the church, He's talking to them about how they will be judged. And He judges them on two things. He judges the virgins... And he judges the servants. He judges the virgins on the and what's the criteria for the virgins? It's the amount of oil. Extra oil they have. So this is something of life. And then what about the servants? Service, right? So so you've got you you could really put here virgins? Servants. Okay, sisters, can you all be overcomers? Can you be an overcomer? Anne, can you be an overcomer? Hallelujah. How how can you be an overcomer? Just get vitalized with some saints and your your virginity before the Lord will be maintained. Because you're in a group of saints who love the Lord, who are seeking life, and you're progressing in life. And, sister, where you were hopeless regarding service. Hopeless. Are you going to go to campus? Well, maybe now. You got rid of a lot of your kids. The kids are almost gone. Maybe you can go now, okay? Steve, here's another recruit for you. Uh, You know, maybe. But, But really, how? Just like that sister in Irving when we were there at the beginning, never went to campus, but she was fully in the service. And her fellowship was absolutely crucial. Her kitchen was crucial. And, and a lot happened around her table week after week after week. A lot happened around her table. And in her house where we prayed and we fellowshiped and coordinated. It was always at her house. Brothers and sisters, I, I hope we really... You remember how we started this fellowship? Brotherly said, the purpose of the Gabido groups is to what? is to produce overcomes. That was his first word to the church in Anaheim in the training in Message 7. Okay, I, I hope we're convinced. Do we have to be Sardis? No. We can be the overcomers in Philadelphia. Do we have to be Laodicea? No. And we can be the virgins and the servants uh, serving the Lord in this regard. Uh, I tell you what, uh, let's see, let me me just point out to you, if you could, uh, we won't take time now, but there's from pages 9 through 20 are really two excellent sets of excerpts related to blending related to getting through our peculiarities, related to uh, to the Lord desiring a blended loaf. These are really great excerpts. And I was hoping we could get to them, but I don't think we really had the time to get to them. I would just encourage you, get into those, even with your group of saints. Pray over these things and consider before the Lord these things. And I believe the the Lord will lead us into something. Uh, Okay. How about we do this, Benson? What do you think about how we open it to the saints for twenty minutes, or 50, and then you need to fellowship something, huh? Yeah. Uh, what What should we do, brother, Kent, Kurt? Have two mics. Saints, please uh, come up if something has touched you. Please come up and fellowship, and maybe, you know, like one minute. Don't make it too long. Uh, okay. So uh, it would be good, since we don't have a whole lot of time, if you have something to please come forward.